Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals, the podcast that allows every therapist, nail tech and stylist to level up, build their career and reach for their dreams. Each week we'll be looking at a different area of the industry and along the way I'll be chatting with salon owners, industry leaders and mentors who'll be sharing their stories on how they achieved their goals and made their successes. I'm Sue Davies, your host, award-winning salon owner and industry professional. Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals. Hi there and welcome to this episode of Inspiring Salon Professionals. This week I am joined by the lovely and inspiring Marta Zatrowska, who is the wax specialist. She has been a niche therapist for a number of years and specialises now in intimate waxing and pregnancy intimate waxing. So much so that she's just brought out her first one-of-a-kind book called The Art of Pregnancy Waxing and you'll be hearing her talk about that through the interview and I will hand over now as it's a really nice chat and Marta shares some of her journey with you and I really, really hope that anyone that is nervous with waxing gets a little bit of inspiration from Marta to just go and get some more learning under your belt and get some more practice under your belt. Waxing can be a really, really rewarding part of our industry. And as Marta proves, you can make a whole career just out of being a wax specialist. Hi, so we are welcoming Marta Zachowska, um to the Inspiring Salon Professionals podcast today. So I will, without further ado, hand over to Marta just to give us a little history of who she is and what it is that she does in this wonderful industry. Hello, Hi, everyone. Hi, Sue. Thank you so much for having me. That's okay. Um, yes, my name is Marta Zaczkowska, and I'm a waxing specialist. I have a multi-award-winning salon uh, based in London and also a waxing academy. Uh, I just wanted to give you a little background, really, of, uh, you know, how, how did I end up in London? <laughs> and then I'll tell you a bit more of what I do. So in 2006, I arrived to London from Poland, from city Katowice, and um, I got a job worked there for about 10 months and mainly was to get an experience but uh, learn English language. I didn't speak English when I came here. I, I had German at school so that was me for 10 months trying to learn and then uh, after 10 months I decided to leave and become a sole trader and I've worked from home. So I was offering waxing services from uh, my premises, from my home. And then after five years, my client's been really asking whether I'm going to open a salon. I decided, okay, now is the time. And in 2012, I've opened a salon that's been almost running for 10 years. Yeah, excellent. And waxing. all you do is waxing, isn't it? Exactly. So you might wonder, like, why waxing? Uh, it's absolutely my passion I love doing it I am good at it and I just don't mind having that one treatment in the salon and doing it literally all week long and what I do now is I help other beauty professionals to fall in love with waxing to get their skills up and also to build their confidence and help them to make waxing services very profitable services within their salons uh, I do that through my academy, uh, in one-to-one courses, online resources. Um, you may see me on social media before. And uh, yeah, and just this uh, month, I've dropped my very own book. 
which yes, I'm sure indeed. we're going to talk about this later. Yes, I know it is. And Martha and I met last year through the lockdown. So many, so many people that met last year in the lockdown, and uh, and we've spent a lot of time together, haven't we? On so many different zooms with many glasses of wine, and um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so fun and games along the way. But um, but it is but your book that you mentioned there, Martha, is so so important. And I know when you told me about it the other day, and it is the first and only book that covers this subject and you've already made it to number one on the Amazon charts which was amazing um so if you the book that you've released is all about pregnancy waxing so huge huge congratulations um that you've made the top of the charts and it's an area there's always a lot of questions around pregnancy waxing I know it's something that you even though you're pretty niched already with being the wax specialist but then you niche down even more into pregnancy waxing so what is it that um that in that made you want to write this book and yeah and make that your big focus um so the book is called the art of pregnancy waxing and I really wanted to put out there like a guide that covers all the questions that people normally have which is uh, questions from your clients but also questions from other therapists like questions is it safe when it's okay to do it when it's not okay to do it and you know how how do you position your client how do you communicate with them so through my book I literally walk you through the entire process so I do the before what's happened during the service and what's happened after and I also cover risk assessment uh health and safety is so important as well and post-pregnancy waxing so as you mentioned, this is the first book of a kind. I don't think there's any book like this even in the world. So I felt like I really wanted to pass on all my experience and knowledge. And I've been doing pregnancy waxing for a while now. And it happened almost naturally. Like if you are waxing women, if you're already offering intimate waxing, at some point your clients will ask, well, I'm pregnant now. Yeah. Can you wax me? And that just kind of came from more necessity. Well, I had the choice either to treat them or refer them somewhere else. And of course, yeah. I wasn't going to let them go. So no. uh, that's how I then went away, trained more, researched and started to really position myself as an expert in that field so I can attract pregnant women to my salon. Yeah, it is. And I know that you have a lot of people that come to your salon from quite a distance to um, to benefit from those expertise that you built up over the years. Yes, people do travel. People search for pregnancy waxing services mm. online. And we know that uh, quite often, you know, the clients have a place that they go normally for the beauty treatments. But when it comes to that time, they wanted to be sure that the therapist is trained, she knows what she's doing, that the hygiene standards are the highest. So I quite often get clients that um, migrated, so they've they've had a salon, but they didn't feel like 100% um, that they could trust or they they are safe there. And that's how they search and they traveled regardless of distance. But I think as well, though, um, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, is that there's there's a definite lack of confidence amongst some therapists in, in relation to waxing anyway. And then there's, yeah. you know, people are concerned as a therapist about insurance implications and, you know, whether they're going to do anything to the um, to the pregnancy and could they hurt the person and all that kind of stuff. So even, you know, just this book, 
hopefully will enlighten our industry a little into the fact that, you know, this is a possible treatment and it can be done safely. And um, and it's something that you can add to your um, list of treatments that are available to your clients. And you don't need to necessarily be scared of it. You just need to understand what the risks are and make sure that you're working in a way that those risks aren't then um, elevated. Yes. And, you know, this is something that uh, you can add to your services. Um, but let's be clear, like you need to be absolutely confident in what you do. So you'll have the highest hygiene standards. Your skills are advanced. So if they're not yet there, go and get trained, you know, um, implement those things in your service so they're comfortable and safe for pregnant women. And then you can uh, put yourself out there and welcome pregnant ladies to your client, to your salons. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, well, I think I know already what the answer is, but for everybody listening and watching, um, do you offer courses around pregnancy? I was going to say pregnancy massages. So I was talking to someone else about pregnancy <laughs> massage this morning. Um, yeah. So, so are you offering education in pregnancy waxing? Mm -hmm. Yes. So I was thinking about, should I do an online course? Should I do a, a specific course for pregnancy waxing? Um, and then I decided that, you know what, I want to share this with everyone. So I'm just going to put that in the book. And okay. if you get the book, you will have a clear understanding where I'm coming from. And for if you're already waxing and you have a you know, busy salon with um, clients, that book will just help you to, to put yourself out there, be more yeah. visible. But uh, if you're not there yet, then I do have one-to-one -one advanced female interval waxing training. Yeah, And that's a training that you come to London and it's just me and you whole day you get three different models to work on and I help you to make your technique uh, you know it's Marta, and Marta is one of the I think one of the speediest intimate waxes in the industry <laughs> and um well very it, it, I try to do it as as quick as possible without rushing and without you know giving pain to the client so Yes, it is about being quite efficient in your waxing, but doing a very, very good job. Well, yeah. you know that you've done a good job if your clients came back, they gave you a good review and they refer you. And that is my job. So when you come to my course and then you you know, start to do your clients, that's what we're looking at. That's when I know that the training made sense and that you implemented and, you know, we have the results it is. And I think that, and you know, one of the things that I bang on quite a lot about is making sure you rebook and rebooking those clients and making them come back again and again and again, because they want yeah. to is a massive part. And if you can do that with intimate waxing, then um, you're, yeah. yeah, you're put that you have, because without a good service being provided, that is thorough, efficient and gives the, the good results and long-term results as well, then you're never going to get those clients to come back. And I know you've built a huge business um, already in that way and I know I mean I know I know from all my dealings with you over the last year or well, no nearly two years now two years it? two yes. years I can't believe it's nearly two years, two years. Um, that you know you are yeah probably one of the most methodical and um and black and white people like and what you see what you get from us <laughs> is always is always very very direct and you will understand completely if you do a one-to-one -one with Marta and if I was still waxing I think I'd, I'd definitely recommend that you go and have a one-to-one -one with Marta because she is amazing 
Um, okay. okay, so you've act, been active in promoting waxing as a standalone treatment, and obviously you've got your wonderful salon in um, London. So what was it that made you go from being a general beauty therapist into becoming like the wax specialist? And was there something other than just a love of waxing? Because obviously most of us know when we look at our diary and see a lot of waxing, if, you, if you've got your business brain right, you know that you're going to have a profitable day. <laughs> hmm uh, so I had to take you back to that first job that I had in London. And believe it or not, it was a tanning shop. It was a tanning shop. The, the chain of salons uh, is a, it is a franchise. So the owner of the salon had about three of those shops and they were all in central London and they put me in all of them. So I was a few days here, a few days here. And I didn't really understand that my job was just to do waxing. I thought, you know, remember mm. my English was so, so... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand so I kind of got a put on a deep water and this bit at times where strip wax was with the main type of waxing um, oh, and, and I had to I had to do it I had to obviously earn my living and survive in London and what I've realized really quickly that by practicing by doing so many of those waxes and central London in specific people coming from offices on the lunch breaks they wanted to be in and out um, we were not really particularly taking bookings. People were just calling and coming five minutes before and people from the street, tourists. So it was yeah. a very high speed. And I've realized that, oh my God, one day I am actually very good at it. I like it, it's fast. And also I was earning a good salary. And because I was able to earn quite a lot of money for the owners, they've recognized that, oh, this is quite profitable. You know, she can do, you know, three Brazilians within an hour where somebody was doing the nails for like, you know, 45 minutes to an yeah, hour. Tell so me that. Tell me I, that. Yeah. yeah, I had that insight and I saw that my bosses were like, oh, <laughs> this is a very good uh, profitable service. And, and that's how I kind of decided that, okay, not only I love doing it, it was giving me a massive satisfaction Faction. I'm helping people to feel better about themselves. Mm -hmm. I'm removing unwanted hair for various reasons. People remove hair, but I'm giving them something uh, that they can't do themselves. And the trust that is built between me and the client, it's amazing. And that's why I'm so satisfied when I do uh, pregnancy waxing, because, you know, that's the vulnerable uh, moment in their life. And they trust me with something so personal. And those yeah. clients quite often become a very long term loyal clients. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just for observation. So and just from falling in love really, really with this service. I was never a therapist that enjoyed doing massages or sitting and doing facials. I think they're a bit too mellow, too slow for me. I'm more yeah. energetic person. I come from Poland. It is what it is. <laughs> Black and white. I want things done. And this I want the that results. It, does, it suits your personality <laughs> so well. It really fits my personality. And I think it's important that, you, you know, if you find something that you like, a service that really fits to you how you are, mm. that is a win. That is the bonus because clients will feel that, you know, yeah. they will know that you enjoy doing it. Yeah. So how do you feel? Um, do you feel that you have to market your business differently? Is there, a, is there a, a specific way that you try and attract intimate waxing clients? Is it, you know, I suppose, you know, when you're working in a, in a more generic salon where you've got nails and facials and massage as well going on, there's a lot of different techniques that we have to employ. But so do you think it's easier to market when you only have that one treatment? Or do you think it actually makes it more challenging? I think it's easier. I think it's easier because it makes you stand out from the crowd and people want to go to specialists. I think where 
um, somebody, let's say, had a bad experience in waxing and they are then wanted to come back. They will look for all the reviews. They will look for your reputation, your hygiene. They will call, they will send an email. They really want to make sure that they get the best of the best. Um, and I think then what happens, they will stay. They will not go anywhere else. So with the waxing services, specifically intimate waxing, it's um, once you have that client, uh, they should never really be going anywhere else unless they're moving out of the area or the country. And that's how it's been for the 10 years that I've had my salon. Yeah. Um, Marketing-wise, yes, we're still advertising. We're still making, uh, you know, active campaigns because don't forget I live uh, in central London and here people move. They, they come yeah. in for a few years and then they go in and, um, and I'm constantly advertising. I'm, you know, contacting to local um, Instagram accounts that they featuring me there and talking about me in the local communities so there's a lot of way but yeah I say you always have to be active even if regardless if you have a, one service or lots of services yeah. I think the advantage that I have because if you're good at something it spread really quickly people yeah. talk about you it is well you because so, it is because you become um, I know sort of when we first met, we were talking, because Anna, we both use uh, similar wax brands, um, or the same wax brand even, and um, and that level of loyalty just to that brand, and then when you get someone that's very, very good at what they do, um, and you are that niched, then you just are the, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what people, whether you just get called the wax specialist, or if you get all those other things of like, oh, she's the lady that waxes my whatever area I mean I did a I did a thing years ago I have to I really should share it again that my graphic designer and me came up with and we we, we made she made this um like multi-worded image of uh, basically female genitalia <laughs> but it's what we were asked on um, one of the groups if everyone could give us their names that their clients use like when they're phoning to make an appointment or what they call what they call their, their genital area and we made this whole thing just out of I mean some of them one of them it they called it Mrs Robinson I think was one of them <laughs> there was some really odd names but but you must get um, referred to by your clients as as probably more than the wax specialist because it's such it is such an intimate thing and when that's all that you do because I know we were talking the other day and like and you've niched even more and now that that literally is all you're doing now isn't it really yes you, you I stopped finished. doing the dreaded full leg waxes no I don't I've closed that chapter behind me Sue yeah. I've made a conscious decision conscious decision it wasn't so much of it not really liking so much but it was more about what I want to do next yeah within my business within also my academy and how I wanted to put this together so you know it's kind of it makes all bigger sense to myself and I feel more fulfilled you know yeah. I've been doing this for a very very long time and it was just the time yeah. uh, funny that you mentioned the name different names uh, of vulvas and stuff because I actually put that <laughs> in my book and uh, there's a link that you can click on if you have the kindle version um, and yeah we've ex we explain all the, oh, love the names and stuff I think it's important because customers yes they will have a different names for um, this body parts so good to know um yeah. it's difficult but as well but you know and I'm so glad actually that you point out on the book that you know you have got like the full proper anatomy and physiology because I think you know as a as a therapist you know just beginning to use those words and talk about things like vulva and in a you know like your inner labia and outer labia and all that kind of stuff you know they're kind of yes. words that if you sit talking in general put in the general population 
people just look at you strangely. But those of us that do intimate waxing, you know, we have to have those words in our head all the time and know what they are. And the fact that you've got all of that in there is in such a descriptive way is really, really good. I think it was important because this book is also for mums to be. Mm. Uh, it's for mainly for beauty professionals, but I've also wanted if if a mum that they, you know mum to be lady that is pregnant gets the book and reads it through, she'll be so much more confident to book pregnancy waxing. She'll understand more. And yeah, the language is important. We don't wax vaginas. We no, wax we don't wax vulvas. So that wouldn't be very nice. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be exactly. quite invasive. <laughs> <laughs> exactly waxing is never done internally remember no, never <laughs> never um yeah so I think it was important that I put that as well and the book is really written in a way that if I sat down with you we had a coffee and I will explain you everything I know about pregnancy waxing yeah. so it's very easy read good because I do think because there's, there's a lot of myths around intimate waxing and pregnancy waxing um and I think to, you know to try and dispel that and just normalize it I mean we used, we've had a lot of clients in my salon over the years that were you know they, they were quite horrified that people would even consider having anything like this done you know the, the most they've ever done is perhaps you know shave a, a very generalized bikini when they've gone on holiday and they could they could never understand why we had clients that were having Hollywoods and Brazilians it just was beyond their comprehension so to have a book that normalizes something so much is going to be really really good for the industry and, yeah and I'm so glad you've written it Thank you. I think my message also in the book is that this book is for people that don't need convincing that uh, intimate pregnancy waxing is not really vanity. It's more necessity. If women want this treatment and they want them for many reasons, they have appointments, checks with midwives, doctors, they have scans and then they have the labor experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's important that we are able to help them and make also make them feel better. You know, they can't mm-hmm. see nothing anymore no. when they are 38 weeks <laughs> pregnant and bless them you don't want them to to ask the hubby to shave them or something so I think um, yes this service isn't something uh, you know strange and in the book as well I tell the story of uh, me being in the apprentice show and in the casting stage so um, I explained uh, like exactly uh, that view of oh my god why would you want to do this Uh, where we now know uh, well you do it because you're getting ready for that labor experience you wanted to feel good and if you were doing those services before you got pregnant there's 100% chances that you want to carry on yeah and and we just as a professionals I think and myself we have that obligation to um to treat those clients and make sure that we give them that safest most comfortable experience it is and I think as well that you know there's so much involved in intimate waxing that hinges around client dignity and you know the fact that they're being treated professionally and with respect and all of that kind of stuff as well because I think you know it is they're they're in a vulnerable time in their lives anyway and then whenever you lie in those positions to have intimate waxing done you feel you know there's no getting away but you can feel slightly vulnerable so to have um, a level of understanding that's out there Mm -hmm. for our therapists is really really important and leads me on as well to the to one of my probably final um, questions is you know we have spoken a lot over the last couple of years about what our therapists leaving college um, have experienced in relation to waxing and how so many of them come out with without a good level of confidence in any level it doesn't matter whether it's um, bikini waxing or in leg waxing under whatever it is they seem to have a real issue coming out they, I don't think perhaps their FE colleges 
are able to commit as much time and expertise into that for them. But if, what sort of, what would you say to therapists? You know, we're entering a new year um, at the moment and in another six months, there's going to be another batch of FE um, students coming out or even if they've been through private academies that are doing their um, level two beauty. Mm-hmm that confidence level isn't really there always when they leave because it might be a few months ago that they did waxing and they haven't had to do that much in the last month or two. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to be thrown into industry where they're going to be expected to do a full leg wax in 40 minutes um, or a a high G string wax Mm -hmm. with hot wax that they've not really used at college. There's so much in waxing that can be so scary. So how would you, how would you help to alleviate those, um, those concerns? Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this and perhaps you matching the description that Sue just said, you that uh, person that just left college, I say to you, take advantage of the online world and found yourself a mentor, somebody who is already at the place that you want to be and try to start to work with them. You know, if you go to my website, martazaczkowska.com, I have the Free, <clears throat> excuse me, free resources to, to download. That's already a very good uh, start. So read, fundamental, read, try to work with them, do additional courses, accredited courses that you know mm-hmm. that they've been checked, they are by the standards, uh, and practice, practice, and the confidence will start to show. Because I do think it is, isn't. I mean, I know, I mean, I, I came to waxing later in my career as a, um, with, as a therapist and um, now tech and stuff. And I, I only started waxing about 11 years ago. Um, and, and I did, I found it terrifying. And I, you know, and I'm, I'm never, I'm never ashamed to admit my first, my first bikini wax in my salon. And I'd only, I decided to learn how to wax before I opened my salon so that I could do everything on my service menu. And one of my very, very long-standing clients, lover, um, said, don't worry, you can, you can use me. <laughs> and it, honestly, Marta, I, th- I think we probably discussed, we've had a conversation around this and I did, was just trying to do a bikini wax with strip wax. Oh, oh. and I got the wax stuck. And, and in the end, I was there with like, with <laughs> wax remover. I could not get the wax off. And I, I was in the salon on my own. So my um, cousin who worked with me, who was a real wax um, expert, in way more expert than me she wasn't there to ask and I and so my poor client she fortunately had been waxed many times and she was like don't worry I'm just going to go home and have a bath but I died and um, you know and I no. considered myself a fairly confident therapist and I had this complete nightmare and I know that I am not the only person that's had incidents like that so um yeah so is there ways no. that, like with your academy that they can come and get some help from you of so course they, they can. That. Of course they can. And what you can do, I have a survey, waxing server on my website, and you can fill this up. And then you've got a few options. You can book a free 15 minutes call with me. And it's all confidential. Well, obviously, I will help as much as I can. And we can see whether a next level training will be good for you or not. And then one thing also I needed to say, because I said to go online and look for mentors. I, I don't mean go on TikTok and watch some videos. No, uh, no that's not the way. shouldn't be there. That's not the standards, okay? If, if somebody is like waxing and ripping somebody's hair and laughing. No, I'm not talking about this. I'm talking about somebody who is also an educator. So you know that person, not only it's uh, very good at it, has a good reputation, but also teaches and also um, 
has a salon itself because you know then they know they understand the environment i get lots of mobile therapists and self-employed therapists that are just before they take the next step and they come to me because they're like okay you you've worked from home for five years so what do i do to put myself to the next level or they want to become a go-to waxing expert they say look I've got all the services but I really truly like to do waxing Marta what do I do and then I look at them individually and I help them and I look sometimes you know this could be a little thing that needs to be changed but you don't see it yourself mm. and it's good to have somebody who can do that so people do contact me online and I'm always try to help and give you advice and see but I'm the right fit for you. So yeah, martazatkowska.com. That's my website. It is, and we'll have uh, all the links as always will be on the show notes. Mm-hmm. So you'll be able to find out on. Um... And also I have the group on a Facebook called support group for waxing professionals. And I try to keep this group clear of spam. So I don't really share the any funny videos of other groups, you know, and I'm not criticizing other groups can do whatever they want to. I wanted to, if you come to the group, whatever you see that I filter and I look, it's like, is this helpful or is this damaging? Yeah. You know, so whoever is watching then and they can see that how much passionate I am about this and how much I care that you just only yeah. get the best information. Absolutely. Right. So is there anything else that you want to add that you feel that we haven't covered? I think we've kind of covered everything that you do and how you can help. Because <laughs> I think there's yeah. just, there is just there's so many there's so many questions around waxing and so many people that just need a little bit of confidence boosting. So mm-hmm. maybe if it's going into Marta's group, because I know um, that there's a huge number of, of professional waxers in that group. And, and just that camaraderie and just that community spirit around waxing is a really, really helpful thing. So if you're having a bad day, if Marta's not available, then somebody else in the group, I'm sure, will be able to point you in the right direction. Yeah, uh, it's me, uh, the main group admin and I have a few moderators as well so they are helpful as well there's Sarah Atkinson there mm-hmm. she helps with uh, posting about waxing online how to create good posts and how to do marketing so we also have Donna Clayton so if you want to know more about you know trainings and teaching and things like that so it's not just me there uh, there's a lot of amazing beauty professionals there that also give uh, help and we have some um, wax distributors as well and my my job is to make sure that they give knowledge and advice rather than just advertise and sell their work. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, do I want to add something you said, Sue? Yeah, I know. I was just saying, is there is there anything else that you'd like to that you'd like to talk about that you do? Because I know because you do so many different bits and pieces around waxing. Mm. And you've got your yeah. You've also because you're also in that other book, aren't you? Um, which as the name eludes me. Beauty and the best. I know. I was going to. I was going to say Beauty and the Beast, and I'm like, no, I know it's not called that. <laughs> yes, was Beauty and it. the Best. Yeah, that was last. Uh, believe it or not, that was last December. Uh, amazing, Susan Rutledge. Business mentor. I have to say, I haven't read all the rest of them. <laughs> it's very yeah, amazing. Um, amazing business mentor for salon owners um put us together 22 of us i think the first book and then the second book came out now and uh yeah we were rating top uh 10 best beauty books by professional beauty yeah so two of those books are there and well 
my my two of as well. Yes. Part of the beauty and the best, and my book, The Art of Pregnancy Waxing. But I wanted to say as well that I am available for bookings in terms of if there's anyone there that is in the college or is a tutor or can they get decisions. I'm very happy to come and do a talk about pregnancy yeah. waxing, about waxing home, and we can do Q&As and uh, make those students more interested in waxing. It doesn't have to be just in London. It can be anywhere. I love traveling. So <laughs> <laughs> I can come in and I won't take any money for it. So uh, if it's for a good cause and education, then I am happy to do it, uh, you know, for yeah. cookies. I know. I think this is one of the things that's so great about you, Marta, is that, you know, you want, you're trying to empower so many of our industry professionals to, um, to, to become so good at what, what you do. And, and I think it's great that you're you're continuing that journey. Thank you. That's okay. Right, so shall we do my six quick questions? Yeah, go on. I'm going to put my on. Christmas hat. You got your, I know, no, I've got my Christmas job because it is, we're recording this on, is it the 20th, 20th of December? So I'm more Christmassy. And all there the you go. Looking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, yeah, look, you look really lovely with the hat on. I wish I had my hat. I left all, I realised the other day, I've left all my hats, all my Christmas hats and stuff. I left at the salon when I sold it. So I haven't got any of my Christmas things. I've got nothing. All mm-hmm. I've got is my Christmas jumpers. Anyway, um, so what is the thing that makes you get out of bed every morning? Uh, my passion for uh, personal development and for what I do. Wonderful. What has been the happiest moment in your career to date? Oh, there's been many. I think if I just talk about last year, definitely uh, getting my academy sorted and getting my main training uh, endorsed by SIPTAG, getting the book out and doing professional beauty Excel. Uh, that was in October. Yeah, that was quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, I just, I <laughs> Not just one thing. because one thing, no, I'm grateful for all of them because each of them leading me to yeah. my next step. To your big goals okay oh so goals. what's the best piece of advice that you have had and did you listen or did you have to learn the hard way I'm the type of person that learns the hard way <laughs> but I'm learning now to wait a bit before I make big decisions mm. okay so I, I sleep on them for a bit yeah um but I think uh yeah I learned the hard way I have to try everything first so on my own skin I do think though that most people I've spoken to so so far we all do like to learn the hard way I think we just I think because we're maybe people that step out and lead that um you have to learn one uh do you know what when I was uh, just about to become self-employed uh a gentleman who was running a little Jamaican food van in London told me pay taxes yeah it's <laughs> funny actually I've just I've just recorded the episode that's going to come after this one and one of the things I talk about in there is that you know is be a be a professional if to be a professional you need to be a registered business and um and, you, and even even if you're not paying taxes it's important to be available to pay taxes yeah um so what's the biggest learning curve that you've had ah uh, it's like the the but that I'm only competing with myself that I have I want to be like the best version of myself so I have to judge whatever I do based on like just my circle and what I do without comparing uh to, you know to other people and I think when I was younger 
I really cared about what other people think about me and how I'm looking. And, and now I'm so much more chilled. I'm approaching 40, so I think it's a very good time. And I'm really, I like myself. I think yeah. that that's that was the biggest learning to learn to like yourself and accept you and without uh, the need of having approval from other people. Brilliant. That's such a good one. Um, okay, so what person, place or experience has altered your life the most? Oh, again, so many. Um, so, so many. Hmm. I can tell you, I in each stage of my life, before something big happens, I always have a good people around me and one or two people that like angels and they give me um, a good advice or I know I can rely on them. So each stage has been different. Professionally, for example, I can talk about two people. Uh, when I was just like, you know, growing my business, it was Lise McKeon. Mm. She helped me with my management skills, with running my business well, with my housekeeping. Uh, when I started to I've become done a couple of Lizzie's courses, she's so yeah. good. And when I started to become, more, uh, you know, out there online and as an educator and an expert, well, I can't not mention Susan Rutledge uh, because she has been absolutely a rock and I've learned so much from her. And, and then, yeah, professionally, I, there's two people. Life, I would say, I'm always the type of person that I, you know, if I fall, I just get up, like dust it off and I'm gone. Yeah, don't, yeah, you are. That's why I love it because you like you are just you're so you are what you see is what you get with Marta and um <laughs> and, uh, but but it is but I think we've developed like quite a, a good friendship over the last couple of years and um yeah and we've we've learned a lot about each other yeah and I think look, look we have a bit of a obviously we'll, we'll say the age gap but um yeah not are... it's a very very small age gap. <laughs> I get on. I'm nearly with, as young as you. <laughs> I get on with a lot of people that uh, are a bit older than me and have more experience. I think because I have those uh, tremendous like respect for what other people do and the ones that have more experience than me. And I'm always looking up to them and thinking, you know, what can I learn? And you know, and I have that that I mean. So I get on really, really well with um, with people old that people. Are slightly. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm not that old. Really. <laughs> no, no, you, you're amazing. Well, we, we know each other now for two years and we only <laughs> met once in the real life, which was uh, I know, in, October. Which was in October, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, professional Very briefly. Day. And we was, and it was such a shame because I, yeah, I was working and doing the competition and, um, and you came by when it was so late. We were saying this the other day, it was so lovely to see you because we haven't, we haven't met. We've been online for two years nearly. And that moment, and I, I could I could stop about five minutes, couldn't I? And it was just such a shame. But yeah, maybe um, in April at Professional Beauty, we can we can maybe get together a bit more. Um, right, and the last one: um, when you go for treatment, what is the favourite treatment that you have when you're doing your self care? Um, if you if you if there's one specific place, where is it you get that treatment done? Oh, so, <clears throat> excuse me, I love having facials and any, like, skin treatments. So I have a few of them. Um, one of, it's a friend of mine, it's in um, London, it's Gino Salon, used in Rostec, amazing treatments. Oh, I, like, yeah. um, 
I like also uh, I need to go on facial with her actually yes I highly recommend it she she was awarded she's like get a special award on professional beauties uh, and I was lucky to to be able to go and book appointment with her uh, she just had a baby and she's yeah, a saw. fantastic therapist fantastic so I've had treatments with her and um, I also try to go locally as well as the one salon run by one of my clients and she has amazing hands and she does this facial massage like every muscle is touched mm. and I absolutely love it so anything to facials I quite like also um, hydrofacials mm. um, anything with machines anything that just boosts my skin I'm glowing I quite like to use a lot of products as well mm. so skincare have you had the Janai have you had Janai yes so she's using that as well and I, one yeah. of my friends she does Janai eyes I know I need to book one yeah if, we, if we're still open in January I'm going to get my I I had a high flu as well uh treatment which was very interesting mm-hmm. uh you see I'm, I'm I have a very high pain threshold so um it was not what I was expecting I had great results um but I like no, to I remember you having it done actually yeah, uh, lovely treatment, and yeah, I love anything to do with um, you know skincare. I like to do my do my nails quite regularly. I always, you know me now. I I know. always have done that. Your nails always look better than mine because mine are normally trashed. <laughs> you look after your nails much better than me, but I think that's because I'm like a nail tech and I'll just mend them later. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't do any waxing services, guys, anymore because I've been lasered. Uh, I'm a laser yeah. technician as well. I went and qualified a few years ago and I thought, you know what, it's such a great result. And I went and I had it done. So the only thing that I waxed will be my upper lip and my eyebrows. Yeah, that's about well, actually, no, I don't really need my eyebrows. I, I don't know what I did to mine. They stopped growing years ago. And um, I don't do it. I get one eye, no, there, that one little eyebrow there about every four or five months, and that's it. Um, <laughs> so I'm quite easy maintenance nowadays. So, and finally, if you could, would you do it all over again? What do you mean from the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> well, would, you, would you change anything? Would you not? I wouldn't change it uh, anything, but I wouldn't want it to go through that again. I feel like it's so unique and the journey is so amazing. And I'm like, I'm, I'm living here now. So I try not to uh, go back to the past because then you start to think, oh, if I did this, if I did yeah. this, I try to just do it. It's done. I mean, I was talking about the book uh, just in October and now we're in December and it's done. So I'm kind yeah. of like, I'm looking forward to what's next. And I have big plans and I hope that next year we can meet up again well, yeah, and we can tell your listeners about uh, what I've been up to because there's some big things coming. <laughs> you know, I don't know. And, and the thing is, and if, if Marta says she's going to do it, then it's just a matter of waiting for the date. <laughs> uh, exactly. Yes. Yeah. I, I put all the effort and all the power, of, you know, thinking and uh, affirmations and visualization. I just work really hard to, to yeah. get what I want. Yeah, absolutely. I know. And actually, I'm, I said, didn't I, at the beginning, I was going to mention the reason why I look, my hair looks so greasy for anyone watching on YouTube. And it's because I've been doing my self care today and I had a most amazing massage with my old massage. Not old, I couldn't say old, although she is as old as me, nearly. Um, but I had went and had my massage and had a aromatherapy massage this morning, which was, with a bit of hot stones thrown and it was amazing. Um, so I'm all chilled and ready for Christmas now. And hence the, the slightly oily hair. <laughs> leaving my aromatherapy oils to infuse and absorb getting hot in this time i know you're hot in there so (laughs) um it's i know this is probably a good thing i haven't got a hat on really (laughs) 
because it just make my hair look worse. Our little interview with Marta. So Marta, thank you so much for joining me. It's been a really lovely um, bit of time spent together as always. And um, and we'll finish up now and, uh, and I'll hit the stop record. And uh, and if yeah, and all of Marty's information will be on the show notes, and um, I'll be posting as always in my group, and we'll be posting masters groups as well, I'm sure, and all over the um, the internet and social media. So catch us up on mysuedavies.org and on Marty's um, platforms as well, and just check the show notes, and that will be it. So thanks ever so much, Marta. Thank you for and, having uh, me. It's been we'll a have you back at some point next year to discuss. Um, all of your new things that you have running. Yeah, and that's it. Flash the book. We'll have to get the ISBN number as well. I'll get that off you because you obviously you can buy this on Amazon and yep. um, and go and learn more about pregnancy waxing. So thank you ever so much. Christmas and, present. Yeah, great Christmas. I know. I'm just, I think we're going to release this episode this week so that it's ready just um, before Christmas so we get a little bit of a, a bonus one. And, um, yeah, and we'll see everybody in the new year. So thanks ever so much, Marta. And uh, that will be that. Thank you so much to Marta there for sharing all of her wonderful knowledge on intimate waxing, pregnancy waxing, and um, and sharing some of her lovely stories as well. And this episode should be going out around Christmas. So I hope you all have a wonderful Christmas and a wonderful new year. And I will see you in 2022. Have a lovely time with your families and yeah happy christmas everyone bye for now thank you for listening to inspiring salon professionals and if you've enjoyed the podcast please subscribe leave a review and share with other industry professionals you think may enjoy the show too for links and further information you'll find those in the show notes or on my website www.suedavies.org you can also hear more from me and join the inspiring salon professionals community on the facebook group Thanks again and see you next time. Bye for now.